the start to the NBA draft. The three topped the list of players at the position and overall draft prospects. Though it's unclear which might go number one overall, all three possess size and open floor potential with the ability to step outside. Iowa's Keegan Murray is another key name who is unlikely to have a long wait to be picked after the top three. Other names to watch include Baylor's Jeremy Sokin, Ohio State's E.J. Lindell, and Wake Forest's Jake LaVaria. Those also include a preps-to-pros prospect in Dominic Barlow from the Overtime Elite Developmental Program. Coming up next, responders discover two bodies in rural Vernon County home. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. You solved all 10 briefcases without hitting a whammy. That means you've won the grand prize. Tell them about it, Rod. It's brand new radio station from Marshall University, WMUL 88.1. Contains the best music library, news coverage, award-winning sports, and impeccable talent. It's the WMUL 88.1. Cutting edge. Ever notice when you have a baby, everyone seems to give you advice? From your mother-in-law, to your own parents, to your friends. But when it comes to the important stuff, like immunizations and protecting my baby's health, I trust my baby's doctor. She really listens to my questions about shots, gives me great information, and she works with me to make sure my baby gets protected. And that's something even my mother-in-law can agree with. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best News Program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Manawa. A college basketball player was killed, and eight other people were wounded today in an early morning shooting at a gathering in Harlem. New York City police said officers responded around 12.40 a.m. to reports of a shooting on a footpath along FDR Drive and found several people wounded. Other victims went to hospitals on their own, 21-year-old Houston Baptist University senior Darius Lee was killed. The Texas University said the wounded included six males and two females. The shooting comes amid national concerns over gun violence. And as the U.S. Supreme Court is considering whether to strike down a law making it difficult to legally carry handguns in New York. Police are investigating how two people ended up dead in a rural Vernon County home. The Wisconsin State Journal reports that the sheriff's office received a call at about 8.45 p.m. yesterday of a suspicious death in rural Coon Valley. Emergency responders found two bodies in the home. The sheriff's office hasn't released the names of either person pending notification of family. Sheriff John Spears said the public is not in danger. The president of Dartmouth College says the college is removing all federal and institutional loans from its undergraduate financial aid awards and replacing them with expanded scholarship grants. Beginning with the current summer term, currently Dartmouth undergraduates from families with an annual income of $125,000 or less who possess typical assets are offered need-based aid without a required loan component. Dartmouth is now removing the loan requirements for undergraduates from families with annual incomes of more than $125,000 who receive need-based financial aid. This will decrease the debt burden for hundreds of middle-income Dartmouth students and their families by an average of $22,000 over four years. 
Cyprus's top lawyer has appointed an investigator to probe allegations by the country's prison's director that a senior police officer had tasked an inmate to gather any information or video about her private life that could be used to blackmail her. Attorney General George Savets today appointed lawyer Achilles Emiliandis to carry out a criminal probe into allegations made by Anna, Anna Aristolis and senior prison's official Athena Dimitrio against the unnamed police officer. Savid say the investigation will conclude in about a month. Aristolis didn't specify what the possible motives would be for the unnamed senior police officer to allegedly recruit the services of the inmate who is serving a long sentence on a drug conviction. President Joe Biden says he's considering a federal holiday on the gasoline tax. That could possibly save Americans as much as 18.4 cents a gallon. Biden indicated to reporters today that his decision could come by the end of the week. The administration is increasingly looking for ways to spare Americans from higher prices at the pump, which began to climb last year and surged after Russia invaded Ukraine in February. Gas prices nationwide are averaging just under $5 a gallon. According to AAA taxes on gasoline and diesel, fuel helped to pay for highways. Coming up next, Canada investing billions to modernize North American defense. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. Ah, my darling, I love the tango, and I love you more than the sunrise on a clear summer day. More than the colors of the rainbow. More than the, how do you say, American football. Do you love me more than the WMUL? Are you crazy, woman? I mean, alas, it is not so. For the WMUL is, how do you say, ah yes, too sexy. The memory is shot. My legs feel like lead. Every muscle in my body is screaming. So why does everyone think the problem is in my head? Chronic fatigue syndrome can be as isolating as it is debilitating. Visit www.cdc.gov CFS for the latest information on diagnosis and management. cdc.gov CFS. Get informed. Get diagnosed. Get help. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, CDC. I can't make it. Luke. Luke. Ed, is that you? You must go to the Marshall system. There you shall seek out WMUL-FM and be trained in the ways of news, sports, and the widest variety of music in the tri-state. But how, Ben? Use the force, Luke. Let it guide you to 88.1 on the dial. And remember, WMUL's force will always be with you. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Manham. And I'm Nick Matawa. The Taliban say they have released several British citizens who have been detained in Afghanistan after an agreement was reached between the two countries. Taliban and British officials say today that the detainees were released Sunday following a series of meetings between the two sides. That's according to Zambalha Majad, who spokesman for the Taliban government. He says, quote, a number of British nationals were released who were arrested about six months ago for violating laws and traditions of the Afghan people, unquote. Mahad didn't say what laws they had broken or elaborate on why they had been detained. 
Canada is investing $4.9 billion, or U.S. $3.8 billion, over the next six years to modernize North America's aging defense systems. Defense Minister Anita Anad says the funding is the first of an estimated $40 billion Canadian, or U.S. $31 billion, that will be spent over the next 20 years to upgrade the joint U.S.-Canadian early warning system known as North America Aerospace Defense Command and purchase other military assets to protect the continent. The announcement at an Ontario Air Force Base Monday comes amid numerous warnings from U.S. and Canadian military officials and experts that NORAD is badly showing its age. A Polish official says his government wants formal rules to regulate the terms under which Israeli schoolchildren pay Holocaust study visits to the country, including on the presence of armed Israeli guards. Deputy Foreign Minister Merzen Perzak said today that the armed guards accompanying the youth groups, the visiting focus on the Holocaust, only in the lack of contract, with contact with Polish youth were giving young Israelis a, quote, negative image, unquote, of Poland. The annual educational trips by thousands of young Israelis were suspended during the pandemic. And last week, Israel said it was not resuming them because Poland's right-wing government was trying to control the curriculum. The last British governor of Hong Kong says Beijing's crackdown on several liberties in, in the foreign, former British colony has been, quote, a lot worse, unquote, than he expected. Chris Patton led Britain's last government in Hong Kong before the city was returned to Chinese rule in 1997. He said it was, quote, heartbreaking, unquote, to see the situation in the city as he launched a new book to coincide with the 25th anniversary of the handover on July 1st. Hong Kong reverted to Chinese rule in 1997 under a one country, two systems principle, but Beijing has intensified its crackdown on the city in recent years. Britain is facing its biggest rail strikes in decades after last-minute talks between a union and train companies failed to reach a settlement over pay and job security. Up to 40,000 cleaners, signalers, maintenance workers, and station staff are due to walk out for three days this week, tomorrow, Thursday, and Saturday. The strike is expected to shut down the rail network across the country. Millions of people in Britain are seeing their cost of living soar, and unions say a new wave of strikes is likely if they don't get pay increases. The conservative government says large raises will spark a wage price spiral, driving inflation even higher. And coming up, Sequoia Ware will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Raleigh, North Carolina, here high atop Carter Finley Stadium. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome inside Memorial Coliseum in Lexington, Kentucky. The Thundering Herd will be taking on the number 22 team in the country here in the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Inside Value City Arena at Jerome Schoenstein Center. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. 
the best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. More than 130 live Marshall sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Sequoia Ware, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a muggy 80 degrees outside of the WMUL studios. Today, the high is 82 and the low is 58 degrees. It definitely feels nice to cool down after the blazing heat, but the heat will continue to linger throughout the rest of the week. Tomorrow, the high will be a hot 90 degrees with a low of 67. Human weather, humid weather will come back on Wednesday, bringing a possible thunderstorm Wednesday afternoon, but clearing back up on Wednesday night. Looking into the weekend, Saturday's high will be 91 and the low will be 67 degrees, but it's looking like a high chance of thunderstorms during the day. Sunday's high will be 91 and the low will be 67 degrees with some daytime rain and a possible thunderstorm. It's looking like another hot and humid week, so stay hydrated. Today's weather word of the day is diamond dust, which is a type of precipitation composed of slowly falling and very small ice crystals, which often seem to float in the air. It may fall from a high cloud or from a cloudless sky. It only occurs during frigid temperatures, or, and diamond dust is observed 316 days a year in parts of Antarctica. Thanks to weatherology.com for this information and accuweather.com for our forecast reports. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a humid 80 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for New Center 88. I'm Sequoia Ware. Thank you, Sequoia. Now on to Russia and Ukraine news. Russia's military machine is persevering in its ferocious effort to grind down Ukraine's defenses. Combat in eastern areas of Ukraine reportedly is entering a decisive phase. Ukraine's deputy defense minister said the Kremlin had ordered its military to overrun the entire eastern Lunghas region by next Sunday. In that region, which in recent weeks has become the focal point of Moscow's attempt to impose its will on its neighbors, battles are raging for the control of multiple villages. The war's consequence for food and fuel supplies are increasingly weighing on mines around the globe after warnings that the fighting could go on for years. German prosecutors say they have seized three apartments and a bank account owned by a Russian lawmaker and his wife under European Union sanctions imposed of the invasion of Ukraine. Prosecutors say in Munich today that the Duma lawmaker and his wife jointly owned two of the apartments in the Barovic city and continued to earn money from rent on the properties in violation of sanctions. They said the wife, who is registered as a resident in Munich, is also the sole owner of a third Munich apartment on which she continued to collect rent. That means both are suspended of violating Germany's foreign trade law. Lithuania is defending its decision to bar rail transit from Russia to a Russian to a Russian Baltic Sea enclave of goods hit by Ukrainian U, European Union sanctions. In a move that drew Moscow's strong anger amid high tensions in the region, the country's foreign minister said Lithuania was simply implementing sanctions imposed by the EU, of which it is a member. He said the measures were taken after, quote, consultation with the European Commission and under its guidelines, unquote. The EU's top diplomat, Joseph Borrell said Lithuania did not take any unilateral national restrictions 
and denied that land transit between Kaliningrad and other parts of Russia had been stopped or banned. Russia's initially botched offensive is focusing on Ukraine's eastern Donbass region. The war has hit a seemingly more enduring phase as fighters on both sides take heavy casualties. Ukrainian fatigue is rising abroad, and the question has become one of how long the war will go on and how sustainable it will be. The factors are manpower, morale, and munitions, and they are all unknowns. One Western analyst says the war could last years as Western defense industries move from peacetime mindset to wartime production to equip the fight. He says time is on Ukraine's side for now. Coming up next, Florida announces hunt for Burmese pythons in Everglades. Stay tuned. was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women, and this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Are you tired of missing your favorite WMUL programming? <laughs> no worries. Check out WMUL's online archive at marshall.edu slash WMUL. Every episode of our news and sports programming, every story from the New Center 88 and FM 88 sports teams, and much more. marshall.edu slash WMUL. More than 100 million wild animals are killed each year illegally. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. I'm Tom Barry. I'm an actor with a desire to preserve living space for wildlife. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust does just that. Works with private landowners to protect wildlife to preserve natural habitats. To learn more or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust, call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Does searching for good music on the radio feel like a wild goose chase? Hey, goose! Hey, come back here! Don't you get away from me! Aha! Gotcha! Ow! Well, your chase is over. Because throughout the week, WMUL plays many genres of music. From hip-hop to jazz to many flavors of alternative, WMUL has just what you're looking for. So don't be like this guy. Stop it, goose! Tune in to 88.1 WMUL. The cutting edge. And finally today on New Center 88, by the fourth and final day of the Lane Fashion Week menswear previews for next spring and summer, designers seem to have understood the assignment. Looks today appeared more weather appropriate than on the weekend, as soaring temperatures provided a reminder that warm weather dressing can mean covered, but in a relaxed way that accommodates elegance and playfulness. Against the onslaught of streetwear and dressing down, Giorgio Armani is defending elegance in all seasons. Alessandro Michelle teamed up with Harry Styles for a between-season se- uh, collection that infuses tailoring with adolescent joy. It's called Ha Ha Ha. It's a restaurant created by KFC founder Harlan Saunders and is up for sale, but it isn't a KFC branch. 
News reports in Shelbyville, Kentucky, say the listing is for the Claudius Saunders Dinner House, a 25,000-square-foot restaurant banquet hall that sits on a three-acre property. With the building and land comes with the trademark and the likeness of Claudia Saunders and her name, as well as a memorabilia from the Saunders family. The sale also includes a 5,000-square-foot home where the Saunders lived for more than 20 years. The listing doesn't include a sale price, but it's clear you won't find it on any retail estate value menu. The listing agent says anyone would be buyers must show proof of having at least $5 million cash on hand. Ready for some adventure? You might want to cycle around, circle around August 5th on your calendar and set your sights on Florida for its annual hunt for Burmese pythons in the Everglades. The event was announced by Governor Rod DeSantis last week, flanked by three people holding a live 10-foot python behind him. To participate in the 10-day event, python hunters must register and do online training. Last year's challenges drew more than 600 people from 25 states. There's a $2,500 prize for the most pythons caught and a $1,500 reward for the longest. Burmese pythons have virtually no natural em- enemies in the Everglades and have decimated native populations of mammals, birds, and other reptiles. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to turn in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Rebecca Law, Sequoia Ware, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Haley Manon. And your thought of the day is, you've got to dance like there's nobody watching, love like you'll never be hurt, sing like there's nobody listening, and live like it's heaven on earth. William W. Perky. 